Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yumiko is excited to introduce their brand new style, the Fiona. This mock wrap back style resembles the popular Masha, but with a scoop front neckline and camisole straps. The front is seamless and classic, while the back is strikingly bold. With an overall flattering fit, we have a feeling that you are going to love it. A variety of ready-to-wear options are now available online and in stores, or you can even personalize your own. Additional ready-to-wear styles will launch mid-month, so be sure to stay tuned for new releases and all things Yumiko at yumiko.com. And follow them on Instagram at Yumiko. I'm Rebecca King-Ferraro. And I'm Michael Breeden, and you're listening to Conversations on Dance. In light of the impact that the coronavirus is having on the arts community, not to mention the world, we are shining some light on one of the ways that you can stay in shape during these times of social distancing. Today, we are talking with friends of the pod, Francis Vayette and Lauren Fadley Vayette, founders of Vayette Virtual Ballet School. We catch up with them to hear about their personalized virtual training, coaching, and mentorship programs. They tell us about new offerings that they are putting together in order to serve the demand within the dance community during this time. If you are looking for ways to keep dancing during this quarantine, you will definitely want to hear about what Fran and Lauren are doing. Listen to our first episodes with Fran in episode 28 and Lauren in episode 30. Get in touch with them through their website, VayetteVirtualBalletSchool.com. That's V-E-Y-E-T-T-E, VirtualBalletSchool.com. Or click the link in the description of this episode. Fran and Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate having you in this crazy, crazy time. <laughs> Thanks thank for, for having, having us, us back. You oh know, we're God. big fans of conversations on dance. <laughs> you guys are so funny. Yeah, we love you guys. So we've had both of you on the podcast before, and we want to let everyone know if they'd like to go back and listen to those episodes. We talked to Fran in episode 28 and Lauren in episode 30. I think we actually recorded them 
at the same time, right? I feel like we, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did them yeah. in Miami when you guys were both still here back yeah. in the day. Back we did a pizza party. And we, we did. did uh, that makes me want Papa John's real bad. Oh, I know. I miss Papa John's with you, Michael. So, unfortunately, today we're not sitting across the dining room table together. We are in quarantine mode and in a three-way Skype call, but also live in different cities. Um but we wanted to just get started with you guys. There's so much to kind of dive into in this time that we are living in right now. And uh, we were also already planning to talk to you guys. And this is especially timely now. So before we kind of dive into those sort of things, we want to, for our newer listeners, um, just have you guys both give us a little background on your professional dance career and the positions that you currently hold within the field. Okay, I'll, I'll go first. I'm, um, I am currently a principal soloist with the Miami City Ballet. Uh, previously before that, I was a principal with Pennsylvania Ballet. I also danced with the New York City Ballet back when I was a teenager. And in between all of that, uh, went to Indiana University for four years. <laughs> and uh, even though I am currently a dancer professionally, I uh, am 25 weeks pregnant now so I've um you know I've still been taking class but I'm on the leave for performing at the moment right well everyone Um, is so yeah yeah. (laughs) it's kind of how I was like well you know I was already missing these shows and now everyone's missing these shows so we're all in the same boat we're all together (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah I am a former principal dancer with the Pennsylvania Ballet um, and I am a current faculty member at the Miami City Ballet School um, and Ballet Elite here in South Florida. And um, we're, yeah, we founded Vayet Virtual Ballet School um, about a year and a half ago. Um, basically because we saw a need, we were approached by a student who wanted some extra help um, with, you know, her her scorecards at YAGP, actually. Um, her, her family was not really, you know, pleased with what they got back on the scorecards, and so they were sort of looking for a little bit of help with that, and our response to them was, you know, if you want us to coach her variations and things like that, like, we could do that, in which case, mm-hmm. you know, maybe she'd do better at YAGP, or, um, you know, the thing we said to them was, you know, if we actually train her, um, if we actually teach her how to dance, she will also get better YGP scorecard. <laughs> right. But she'll learn so much more that's, you know, valuable besides. And she so. lived in um, and still does, or actually they just moved, but uh, Selena, Kansas. And the oh. family approached us about wow. training them virtually and that this is something that they had done with CrossFit training in the past. And um, well, then, you know, that kind of stuff is out there the, the Peloton and, sure. you know, for cycling mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, you know, it was just sort of sort of almost like being hit in the head with something. It's like, oh, yeah, we yeah, can do like, this. Why didn't we think of this before? And <laughs> yeah. so uh, she, you know, obviously went to a regular studio, but she set up a little piece of Marley in a bar in her house. Mm-hmm. And we, we just started, you know, doing this through Skype in our office to begin with. And then we, we really felt that we could offer this to a lot more people throughout the country and throughout the world and kind of be like their remote ballet tutor, if you will. Because, um, mm-hmm. you know, we always have said that nothing can, um, 
you know, change being in a studio with someone physically, but this was the next best thing that we could offer because we were able to see them clearly and hear them clearly and have communications and give them the corrections that they needed specifically that they were probably, you know, missing out on in these big group classes that they take every day. Right. Cool. So how, how did you go about then um, sort of uh, making people aware of the idea and, um, you know, uh, um, garnering additional students? Most of our sort of advertising and making people aware has been on social media mm -hmm. um, and word and of mouth, word of mouth yeah. from our students. Mm -hmm. um, we've Someone asked, will go to a summer program and mention it or, oh, or yes. even we'll, you know, we'll teach at a summer program and someone would say, wow, I really wish I could work with you, you know, throughout the year. Right. And we were like, hey, you can. And <laughs> so that's where most of our regular clientele have, have come from. And we have students, you know, in California and Georgia and, you know, all over. And, you know, we have to we have a scheduling app where we change, you know, the time, the whatever Eastern Standard or, Time they are, you know, so that yeah, they can right. all be on the same page. And <laughs> Fran even taught a woman in Japan before. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that was difficult. <laughs> it was different. She, did not she didn't really English get what we were Japanese wanting. And, yeah. And, and I think she was, she was, you know, um, we have actually a few older clients because you'd think immediately like that we train children only, but right. we don't. We have, we have a few clients that are, you know, in their 30s or 40s that, you know, they really love dancing. They really love going to ballet class. But, you know, if you're over a certain age, you know, a teacher at a studio will just not pay attention to you. Right. Or you'll go to a group adult, you know, open adult class. And, and it's like an exercise class. Right. Way. And, and mm -hmm. they, you know, there are some people out there that want to learn the finer points of technique and want to get better regardless of their age. So. We teach them as well, and that was sort of the, you know, the lady in Japan um, thought it was sort of an exercise class. And, and, and we were know. like, no, we're, we really do specialize, you know, in, in the ballet training. And uh -huh. our, you know, our only specification was really like that you are passionate about ballet and have, you know, want to learn more. Right, yeah. I love that. So, and now you guys don't just, you're talking about some of these older dancers, but you don't just work with students, right? You also work with professionals, is that right? We have a few times, yeah. Yeah, that's always been fun, you know, to have friends and, you know, former students of Francis's back when he was the director of Pennsylvania Ballet too. that will contact right. us and be like, hey, guys, we need help. And, you yeah. know, we, we actually probably could have started this idea even longer ago because we used to have people that would send you videos yeah. of mm -hmm. themselves, you know, like, <clears throat> And, you know, just via email or a text, and then we would give corrections yeah, a, that way. A former mm -hmm. student was, was yeah. working on a, you know, the, the helicopter lift where you pick the girl up and turn her over your head and catch her in a fish. And mm -hmm. she sent me like two videos of it. And then we texted back and forth for like 10 minutes. And <laughs> somehow it didn't occur to me that it we was a business have done, Yeah, we should have done it then. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, we love, yeah, I mean, obviously working with professionals is really really wonderful it's wonderful and rewarding and it's yeah, yeah it's because you're, you're also like i mean you want to talk about getting into the finer points of something you're mm -hmm. working with you know a, a professional ballerina at pacific northwest ballet who wants wants to work on the hops and point for marzipan it's <laughs> like you're getting into some pretty fine details at that level right yeah, and it's, you know, you would think as a professional, oh, they, you know, they don't need extra training or whatever, but sometimes just having a different set of eyes on, 
what you usually have is is refreshing for you. And, you know, even when Fran and I teach the same student, we we see different things and we have different things to offer. So I think that's, you know, relevant for everyone, even if they're, you know, they have the same teacher every day wherever they take class, just to have someone else um, look at them and offer different ideas is is nice. Well, and the four of us know as, you know, either current or former professional dancers that at a professional company, let's say the company has 50 dancers and three ballet masters and, you know, the ballet master or ballet mistress running a particular rehearsal has 30 dancers in there and it's an hour long. You don't get you know, two minutes of attention. Certain people get 15, 20 minutes of attention. Mm -hmm. Certain people get none. (laughs) And in a company class too, there are a lot of companies out there that don't necessarily treat company class like a place to get better. They treat it as a a place to warm up your day and then you go do your things. And I think there are a lot of professional dancers out there that would like someone to still help them become a better dancer. They Mm -hmm. want correction. I think it's a very big misunderstanding that professional dancers don't want to be corrected. No. I think professional dancers got to be professional dancers mm-hmm. because of their desire to get better. Right. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think that there it's probably, I think, uh, I bet a lot of ballet masters or teachers feel burned because of the rare few. Uh, we all know them. There oh, are yeah. people that are just like, don't talk to me. I'm going to stand in parallel yeah. during your bar and, you know, do a top stretch in during a this combination. A face on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's why as, as a teacher now for me, if I'm a teacher, I'm like, okay, you do your thing, sis. I'm going to go over here and work with these people that want it. And that is, of yeah. course, what is gratifying on our end. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll admit it. That's been me at various points. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes too, it's like when you, like you're saying about fresh eyes, it's like you've been in a company for a long time. They see the same thing in you all the time and they maybe only have one correction that they have for you, like meaning the artistic Mm -hmm. staff or something. There's like one thing they're focused on, but maybe there's, and also other ways to communicate things. You know, I always remember as a student, like I would identify with some teachers so much more than others, just the way they made it a correction. It made more sense to me than even though another teacher told me right. literally the exact same thing, but just in a different way. Yeah. It was incredibly mm-hmm. helpful. Oh, yeah. Everybody thinks Absolutely. Yeah. We even have, we even have teachers tell us that, <laughs> you know, that we have teachers that are like, I tell them that all the time, right. but just hearing it from you, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. made it click, you know, right. So yeah. We're, we're glad that we can help in that way. Right. And it might, it might even be something as simple, like even for a professional dancer, but this happens with students too, but even for professional dancers, it might be something as simple as like getting a boost. If you get into a coaching session with us and, and they're like, well, I, you know, I just keep getting told that my Porter bra stinks and we get in there and then we go, okay, let's have a look at it. And you make a couple adjustments. You go, there you go. That's what it is. You try that next time. You bring that into the studio the next time and it could get noticed it could be something that like it could just be a confidence boost that, you know, you've worked on something and gotten some corrections on it. And they've seen right. that, too. You know, and isn't yeah. that funny when you say that kind of correction, like your porta bra, you know, it's like I hate corrections like that's that's not a constructive <laughs> criticism at all. Like, how right. how do you fix it? Like, your I would always get bad. Yeah, yeah. I would always <laughs> get, like your butt is always sticking out. But like, how do I fix that? Like, OK, I get it. But like, just tuck know? it under, Rebecca. Yeah. That'll solve <laughs> everything. It's not that hard. No. <laughs> no. But right. also 
like to give <clears throat> the companies the benefit of the doubt. I feel like a lot of dancers maybe feel like, you know, oh, you just told me what's wrong, not how to fix it. To give them the benefit of the doubt, you know, they've got 50 dancers in front of them. They don't, you know, they don't have the time to give all of those dancers and a service like us, we do. You yeah, know, like and it's... You, you, you schedule a lesson with us, you have our undivided attention for that time. Yeah, exactly. Right. Same for the students, too. You know, we always ask them, like, what are your goals? What do you want to work on? Like, what do you feel like you're lacking in your regular classes? Um, you know, and that's what we said. We're, we're like your ballet tutor. Right. to help you get where you need to get, you know, to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sort of individual attention, it's just, yeah, it's something that gets lost in company life so easily. And it's, you know, it, we have limited resources. It makes sense. But when you can bring that back in, like when I think about times that I was able to get that and what that still to this day means to me versus times where I felt lost in the shuffle, it might not have been anyone's fault, but when you can get that, it really alters your approach. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. Yeah, and that's that's kind of our, our goal here with all of this too, <laughs> is not just creating, you know, healthy bodies physically, but the, the mindset of, of mm -hmm. you know, a healthy approach and motivating and inspiring um, in a nurturing environment, um, especially for students nowadays. Uh, a lot of, I feel like a lot of, uh, teachers and stuff they just feel like well this is how I was treated so this is how I'm going to treat you uh -huh. and we're trying to like break that mold because we definitely have not been treated great in you know numerous times throughout our training and career and mm -hmm. we're like we don't want someone to have to deal with that like just I went through that so I don't want you to have to go through that right. so we're trying mm -hmm. to you know not just physically but mentally help them you know guide through this ballet world that's, you know, ever-changing and difficult. So along those lines, you're talking about kind of this tutor all around, right? Mental and physical. And I think, do you guys, you guys do offer tutor sessions too, where you just sit down and kind of discuss maybe some mental health issues with some of your, not mental health issues is maybe the wrong thing, but, you know, some of the things that they're struggling with in their... It's more obvious things, even right. like what, what would be a good program for you to attend at your level? Right. Are you, do, should you be seen by the company you want to end up in right now yeah. at their school? Yeah, we do offer those. We call them mentoring sessions is usually what we refer to them as. Um, the funny thing is, you know, you, you call it a mentoring session and you think, oh, you sit down and talk with the students. Um, I'd say 75% <laughs> of the time we're sitting down and talking with the parents. Uh, yeah, um, I bet. Yeah, because yeah, you know, so the many students... of them, they don't, the parents don't know, just like our parents didn't know. And back then, we didn't have the internet or anything. It was just, you know, you just looked in Dance Magazine and tried to figure things out on your own. Right. So we're here, again, yeah, to speak to the parents and kind of ease their fears, help guide them to, yes, this summer program would be great for your student, or no, this is not, you know, she shouldn't be training that many hours a day for her age level. Or, right. right. Or, you know, they'll just sit there and they go, she, she is determined to get into BC, AD, <laughs> BC, BC, Max is there. Yeah. Like, they just, they don't yeah, like, they oh, have to, and it's like, it's okay if they don't. They don't know they the don't acronyms, they don't know who they stand for and and you know yeah and and when we counsel these parents and or, or counsel the kids like you know 
it's always from, you know, these are the things that we learned when we were dancers. These are the things we've seen other people go through. Um, yeah, we can't give you the perfect answer. We can't say, sure. yes, if she does this, she will get into this school and then get into this company because that's just not how the ballet world works. It's right. completely subjective. And most of the time, it's up to one person to decide your future. And mm -hmm. so all we can do is help give them the tools to guide them in the right path. But we find, you know, because we've had so many experiences in the ballet world ourselves and, you know, through other students, we are able to help ease some of their fears and, and guide them where we think would be bit best for, for them. And right. it's, I think it's been interesting as we go along too in the beginning of the mentoring processes, like with the parents and with the students, it's like if a certain student or someone we had started working with were disappointed because they didn't get into a summer program or they didn't get, you know, the thing that they were looking for, like we felt a lot of, like we do feel a lot of personal responsibility for our students, but we also kind of sort of realized that helping them get through the down times in the ballet world is maybe one of the most valuable things we can do because yeah. y'all know we know <laughs> ballet career is not always up it's it's mm -hmm. it's six times a year going to the casting list and hoping to see your name and and, and it's there <laughs> and it's a parenthesis only so many times <laughs> <laughs> but like it's it's there is mostly a, a steady drip of disappointment <laughs> we're preparing do you guys do you guys find that these kind of like anxieties and these fears that these kids are kind of worried about or the things that they're dealing with have changed a lot since we were in their position or do you feel like we're making some progress what's kind of like your take on all of that uh, that's hard but i think I think there's more fear now because there's more information that's readily accessible to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I think, at least for me, when I was growing up, I didn't know what else was out there because we didn't have Instagram and I wasn't seeing all these dancers posting, right. well, I won this competition and I got into this summer program. Yeah, like true. you just didn't know, you just knew the people from your studio and what they were doing. And you know, you'd go to the intensives and you'd, you'd see what your competition was and stuff. But I think I think now it, it's it, it's it's scarier as the student because you feel this pressure of having to live up to everyone else around you that you're seeing on a daily basis. Right. I think I think there are some added pressures on kids today because of social media. Mm -hmm. And I think there I think if you stack those added pressures into, you know, we've also gotten a fair few of our clients that have come to us after leaving a studio over, you know, some abusive person. I mean, I don't want to be inflammatory with the language, but they left because somebody was just really mean to them. Right. You know, so like it, it, it ends up being a fair amount of what we do is like, you know, we're teaching technique and we'll give a combination and they'll be in the middle of the combination and they'll get the count wrong or the arm wrong and they'll freeze, you know, and they'll get all worried and anxious and we have to go, Hey, 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 it's okay. Relax. That's <laughs> it's gonna not, be okay. You're working hard. You're trying hard. We can see it. That's what mm -hmm. you get credit for here. You know, yeah, like, there's like a the level anxiety, of perfectionism that is yeah, right nowadays. That's also, mm -hmm. you know, without, we're in the middle of the ballet world and we're relatively new to the teaching world. So by right, no right. means am I wagging a finger at anybody, 
or right. trying to lecture anybody. But it's weird that certain people don't realize that, you know, certain things about our industry have in fact changed. Mm -hmm. They are changing or they have changed or both. And one of them is you don't just get to say whatever you want to kids. <laughs> like that's, that's right. That's gone. If it were, if it were a part of our industry for a really long time, it's, it's out the door people. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and I you think know? some things are changing for the better, like the the idea that you don't have to be in a company at 16 anymore. You know, most right. companies are waiting longer. You don't longer. have to be in a company at 18. No, anymore. you don't. Right. I, I, absolutely not. But I think when we were growing up, that was more the way of the world. And, right. you know, now there are these second companies and apprenticeships to help get you ready for company life. And going to college is so much more acceptable than oh, when man. I went and college in, is a really good option. Yeah, so so in a way, it it's it's less pressure in that sense that like okay, I don't have to be in a company right away, or like I'm too old, I, I'm never gonna have the chance. But then there's the pressure of okay, well then what college am I going to? What you know? Right. What am I doing to get ready for that? So there's it's it's a balance. It's, it's we try hard. And, we yeah. try and help them through that as well. Oh yeah. But I mean, that's been a, you guys have probably seen it too. You just, I mean, you had your higher education series that you just did. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like if you look carefully at the ballet world, it's shifted. Yeah. yeah. People used to want the next young talented thing. And mm -hmm. now companies need, like we have really amazing, beautiful dancers at the Miami city ballet school that can't get a job in a second company because quote, they don't have enough experience. Wow, really? It's like, it's second wait, company? That's what the second company is yeah. for. <laughs> yeah. So you right. have to go be a trainee in order to get into a second company. And <laughs> right. then the oh second God. company in order to, like, you don't have enough experience for a second company? That that's just means these people aren't getting paid for like five years of professional work. Right. So that is but harder. You, <laughs> but if you come out of, say, a college program like IU, where they know how that place is run and they know... You know, so a bunch of those kids end up getting jobs because, you know, they actually get a lot of experience in some of those college programs. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And they're they're 22, they're 23 maybe by the time they're coming out of college. They know they're not getting like someone who's moved out of the apartment in, and mm -hmm. they're you know, sorry, moved out of their parents' house into their first apartment. And uh, I hope she shows up. I hope her alarm goes off. I hope his alarm goes off. Right. Like, I hope they don't miss a performance because they were out late last night being a right. stupid person. Right. They got that out of their system when they were in college. There you go. Right. <laughs> you can help. <clears throat> yeah. So how is the landscape that we find ourselves in uh, presently with <laughs> COVID-19 going to affect your business? And what are some of the ways that you plan on, um, I guess, reacting to that or what, or maybe altering what you're offering? Yeah, well, it's it's been interesting because, you know, it seems like everyone is now turning virtually and people are like, wow, you guys are really ahead of the curve. <laughs> uh, we're like, yeah, we've been doing this for a year and a half. Um, but, you know, it, I think it's great. It's bringing more exposure to what we have been doing because mm -hmm. everyone is kind of required to do it now. Right. And I think it's helping show that, yes, this is a, a, a really real possibility to get great training. Um, you know, we usually focus on our private lessons. That's what we, we, our usual classes have been in the past. Uh, but because of the situation right now, we realized that we needed to 
expand our horizons and open up to a bigger audience and make it more accessible, you know, okay. financially as well, because this is difficult for everyone. You know, we're mm -hmm. not working, so it's it's hard for us as well. Um, so we, we're, we're working on some options right now where we're gonna do some smaller group classes for mm -hmm. people where they can split the cost of what our hourly rate would usually be. And that would still be through Skype where we can see them and still give them that that one-on-one -on -one attention because that's really what's most important to us um you know we did a live skype or sorry a live instagram class last night and we're going to try to do about two of those a week and that's what a lot of people are doing and i think it's really great to get people mm -hmm. moving and dancing but the only um downfall with that from what we like to do is that you don't get to see on the other end. We can only right. teach and kind of give uh, stock corrections, if you will, or what right. we're feeling in the moment. And but you know, you know what no I liked though. Sorry, not to interrupt you, but what I like because yeah. I checked in on your um, Instagram live last night, and what was so cool <laughs> is that I think a lot of. So everyone's, you know, doing this right now. And a lot of dancers are kind of like doing it by themselves, which is great. And everybody needs to take class right now. But Lauren, you were doing the class and Fran, you were teaching and you were giving corrections and giving things to think about the whole time. So it really was like kind of imitating this studio environment a little bit more than some of the other things I had seen. And so I really I thought that was a cool thing and just even more trying to imitate some sort of normalcy for all of us right now. Yeah, well, thanks. thank you. We're we're trying, and we we're you know when we do our Instagram live classes, we're gonna we're gonna continue to do that. We're gonna continue to have both of us as long as we can. As long as I can as, physically you know, do it, I'm like, this is gonna be really hard for me. That's sort of the joke in our growing. house. The joke in our house right now that like 25 weeks pregnant is still stronger and more capable to show than four years retired. Yeah, we're like, which, which one is worse? I was like, well, I can't do a plank. Like medically speaking, I'm not a yeah. So Lauren, <laughs> Lauren's got pregnancy back and I have herniated this. So <laughs> hers is still prettier. So that's showing. I'll do it as long as I can. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're trying to correct with those things. But um, and then we're going we to. Normally, we, we didn't want it to, again to not just be like a, a stock class because that's that's not who we are. Right. Right. And we're going to we, we can't help but, Talk. you know, correct <laughs> and, and try and help people. We're teachers, you know, whatever else uh, we may be in our lives. We, we <laughs> like to teach. We really love it and we try and help our students. Um, so but we're also going to do um, some sort of larger group classes that people will be able to buy into for a, like much less, you know, I don't know, 20 bucks or something like that, mm -hmm. um, that we're hopefully we're going to look at sort of scheduling maybe three of those a week and we'll sort of that cap would just it be a, open to the public first come first serve kind of yeah thing. we'll put a cap on mm -hmm. it so that like again we can do this with like you know skype meeting or zoom or something like where that we where we can see that where we can well. still see and correct in real time um but it won't be it'll be sort of larger groups so more like a regular sort of big group class or a open adult class but virtually right. um and right. then we're going to offer some sort of smaller you know small batch microbrew style like classes like if you want to get together with three of your friends and all pay you know uh, the, those the smaller batch classes will be um our usual hourly rate but they you can divide it up amongst people we're going to be offering some discounts especially to our, our loyal you know clients that have been with us for a while um 
but we're we're going to put some cheaper options than just our usual, you know, private lessons out there. Yeah, we're going to try to do a, a subscription uh, package for a private lesson, so it will be more cost effective. Because again, we know everyone is hurting in these times, and yeah. we're not trying to price gouge hand sanitizer <laughs> no. here. We're not position but right. um, 20 bucks for a roll of toilet paper we got it here <laughs> right. but yeah it's just because we we have been this is our business and we have been doing this for sure. a while you know we can't just completely let all of that go either but we also you know know just taking one of these open stock classes or you know one on youtube that's pre-recorded it's great to keep you moving but you're i know a lot of people are worried about staying at the level that they were at and progressing and right. being able to walk right back into the studio where they left off for those summer programs, for those company auditions. Oh gosh, yeah. And that's why we were like, we, we are here to be able to coach you to like, give you those corrections to, to work on those things so that you are ready to go back right away. Right. Mm -hmm. That's so great. I, so if people wanted to kind of like keep up with you guys and kind of be right on top of what you're offering, what is the best way to kind of stay in touch with the Fayette virtual ballet school? I definitely, I think Instagram, um, I'm still, still running that myself. Uh, <laughs> doing it's what I just can. the two of us. It, they yeah, it, it's literally just us. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll soon we'll have a daughter that can help us. Yay. <laughs> We're building the team. But, Put her to work. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, depending, like it, we are. But we're gonna we're gonna have it be on um, Instagram. You know, our handle is at Vet Virtual Ballet School, uh, and on that's linked to our Facebook account, which is also Vet Virtual Ballet School. And we will be getting all of this new information on our our packages and um, all of that on our website as soon as possible. Yeah, and it's it's it's. It's an unfortunate reason for this. It's a very unfortunate reason for this, but it has meant a bit of an uptick in business for us. And that has meant that we have to sort of shore up the business a little bit more. We have to sort of, we're, we're redoing a lot of aspects of the business. We're trying to make scheduling and, and yeah, buying classes easier. and stuff like that, the interface a lot better because um, we've been doing it a certain way for a while where you contact us on our website and then we email you and you know, it's, it's a long, lengthy, slow process because we have right. the time, and now well, and because right. because we wanted it to be more personalized, and, and it still and is, it is, but it's yeah. going to still be that, but it's going to be a much easier interface for the customer to be able to go onto our website and and schedule right. something, buy a lesson right then and there. And we also, right. you know, because you know we were here before all of this, and we will still be here after all of this. Um, we're hoping that you know these are new things that we can implement. When, you know, when everyone gets to go back to work and, right. and you know, back into the studio. Yeah. And there yeah. are regular classes that they're like, oh, hey, yeah, I am struggling with this or I do want to do better on my competition, you know, get better mm -hmm. scores or something. And I can I, I know that there's still a resource for me because this is this is what we do. Right. Right. I think you guys are f fulfilling a, a big need right now. You know, it's what you're doing something for the ballet community and it's something that's desperately needed right now. And we're so grateful to be able to talk to you guys about it and let our listeners know that this is a great option for them during these times of quarantine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Thank I mean, you the, the ballet world has done a lot for us. Yeah. And, you know, it's the least while, we can do. <laughs> while we're talking about 
all of this and what we're doing, it is worth saying that there are a lot of really wonderful dancers and people out there in the community that are doing things like this for other people. And that yeah. is, it's, it's nice to see that the art form comes together and supports each other and gives things to each other. Always, um, yeah. You know, we're doing what we can. Um, we're trying to, you know, put some things out there for cheap and for free. Um, and there, there are other people out there doing the same and they're to be commended for that. Yeah, we agree. It could be a long haul guys. So yeah, it's great that it you're offering be. this service. Yeah. We, we, like I said, we are here and we will be here after as well. So yeah, um, yeah we're just hoping that everyone can stay safe and sane and <laughs> yeah. happy and healthy. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much. And thank congratulations you on your baby girl. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. If you would like to support the Conversations on Dance podcast, there are a few ways that you can help. Click over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Download episodes when you listen to allow our analytics to better understand our listenership. Join our Facebook group, Conversations on Dance, Friends of the Pod, or you can offer a donation. Conversations on Dance has always been and will always be free to our listeners. You can help us continue to create and produce this unique behind-the-curtain look at the dance world by visiting conversationsondancepod.com support. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. <laughs>